Welcome to part two of the Anime Bonsai Spring 2013 Anime Season Review. Uh, if you're just joining us so far, we have already covered the series. Let me just get my list here. Well, let's not do a list because I'm not sure where I'm going to cut okay. it off. <laughs> if you, okay, if you're just joining us, we've already covered about half of the anime season as is. We decided to take a break. From here out, we'll be covering the rest of the series and also some places where you can get these programs and all that jazz and random bitching. Usual thing. <laughs> this is So, with that, let's continue with part two. This is a season review for the spring 2013 anime season, brought to you by a number of members from Anime Banzai. The opinions expressed are not directly reflecting those of Anime Banzai or any of its sponsors or yada yada yada. Uh, yes. So. Stop. Some content in this program might not be suitable for for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, continue. We are an explicit and opinionated (laughs) podcast at times. Hayate, the combat butler. Why? Cuties. Why? Because it's just another example of how they are, you know, thrashing the dead horse of this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because basically the whole series of cuties is that uh, all the girls get a focus episode. One episode. Wait. Wait a goddamn minute. (laughs) (laughs) See? See? No, I'm just we we skip right. down the line real quick. Oh, we've we've covered a bunch of the other ones. No, we've covered. No, that. we're not covering one of my favorites. We will get back to this after we talk about this. What? But anyways, Naruto? Naruto's yes, on? yes, motherfuckers! I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Hayate. Um, it's such. It's one of those series that it's established now. Yeah, it's established. If you uh-huh. don't know what it is about by now. Um, you need to get into the archives a bit. Uh-huh. First season, and, it, and it's one of those that you know, the the first the first episode of this uh, of the series is like, hey, this is Hayate. This is the other bunch of people. By the way, Hayate's life sucks. Yep. <laughs> it's like we know this guy. Thanks, guys. We know Thanks. We've hey, been the first episode of the original. Yeah, the first episode of the original series did have one of my more. favorite things ever. Yes. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> we also had we also had a fuck awesome narrator going on there too. Yeah. The first two seasons of Hayate were great. Yes. Santa, why don't you come to our house? Because, because you're, you're poor. poor. Santa's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you like Hayate, knock yourself out. Um, I will have to say I will be grabbing the Nom episode. Uh. Because Noms is amusing. Noms? Yes. Nishikawa. The girl who's always eating? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, going back, as we, like, because this is a goddamn travesty, is more Nyalko-san. This is also an established series, so first season I you guess. should watch first. It it got a second season yeah. on due popularity. I know. Come on, man. Um, it's pretty much, like, everything wrong with anime on some level. Like it has the Moe, the Moe Cthulhu mythos gods is kind of messed up. Uh huh. Kind of. Lots and lots and lots and lots of in jokes. But all the oh, jokes, the jokes. So ruthless with the parries. Oh, it, it, it makes it. And the also, first series made me laugh, uh, especially because I started hearing from uh, from uh, other anons basically saying. 
2chan has gone nuts, and they've started uh, pulling all of the old Lovecraft books. And the, uh, the week yeah. the first episode came out, sales, yeah, sales of one of, of the uh, HP Lovecraft novels yeah. on uh, Amazon.co.jp yeah. shot up 2,000%. Yep. In a day. <laughs> And what it, just, it, it makes me laugh, and it just it's just, you know, I hope I hope yeah. that broke lots of people's minds. See what you do. <laughs> what I think is especially funny too is just like some of the running gags, like it just seems so like trivial, but like the perilous space unarmed combat, space unarmed combat, <laughs> the power of the fork. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it, as it turns out, it's not just her. that it, Apparently, his family is just good at killing Cthulhu monsters. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, oh, shit. Oh, and I, I, don't, I don't know why. It's like almost every episode, I just at some time say, you're going to get raped. And it, get, it fits <laughs> yeah. every time. And most of the time, it involves Kuko. <laughs> Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, he has like one of the worst set up harems for his personal life ever. He doesn't oh, he, want come on. any of them. Yeah, and, 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 when, and when Rie is voicing the Shoda, oh. things get weird. <laughs> Actually, one of my one of my favorite bits in one of the more recent episodes too was just like th- he's like. He he's like, look, this is probably one of your stupid things because of all the foreshadowing. He gets, it turns out it's not that case. And then as the episode ends, he realized, wait, I just need to. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> like he just has this look on his face of you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> apparently, a- apparently, Hoster gets his own uh, transformation sequence. Yes, he does uh-huh. to turn into the Yellow King, and it's just like. Really? Be all bitchy and badass. I know what you're doing, and stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Stopping the Yellow King. Stop it! Too late. That microphone is live, by the way. You talk all you like. We don't give a shit. Hi, this is Christian. Greetings, podcast listeners. Today, the role of normal hat guy will be played by Christian. <laughs> Who has a hell of a sunburn. <laughs> what can I say? I've been on a golf course all day. Yeah, uh, that'll happen. Been knocking your balls around all day, huh? But yeah, um, um, I'm not actually going to answer that one. <laughs> all right. Because it would sound even weirder than you think it will. Oh, yeah, like that'll be the weirdest thing we've said on this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, um, the big thing with Neil Cole, like I bring it up just because if you haven't heard of the original series, you should fucking watch it. It is Because it watching. is hilarious. <laughs> it's, and it's, it, some people don't like slapstick anime, but <laughs> I have this strange draw to it, especially when it makes so many references to what really are kind of Western culture thingies. Yeah, in a lot of cases. They, they mm. refer to the RPG constantly. Well, the yes. opening credit sequence, one of the lines to keep repeating is basically, sand points are dropping. It is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four levels of what going on there? Yeah. Little little self-referential. Yeah, but it's definitely worth watching. We haven't actually watched it in the second season, have we? Not in the second season, because no. we haven't finished the first, and that's yeah. the biggest travesty. Haven't we? We're like, no. Oh, you, useless bastard. Oh, no. We, <laughs> no, we got a lot of it. We got to about episode eight or nine, yes. and that's where we dropped off. You get to when he was stuck off. in the v- dating sim. Yes. We, we got beyond that, we, yes. We, we, yeah, we, we, got, we, we, we finished that one, yeah. I think that was the last one. All right. But yeah, but yeah. if you haven't seen the first season, do so. And then watch second season. Good for slapstick. And uh, basically, animation by uh, Shebek. 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 Strangely, not friend. as cheesecakey as they usually will do. Usually, no. No nudity. Just lots of sunburns. <laughs> lots of sunburns and no uh, panty shots. Actually, and they have we're been back actually to pretty the sunburns good at that. Again. Yep. 
it's actually kind of like you it almost you can see them being restrained. <laughs> well, they, it's because they're putting so much weird shit in already. They can't go back to the. Uh, it's a different normal kind of, fallbacks. Yeah. They can't just go full to love rue darkness. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's right. basically that. That might as well be called. Hey, hey, Tokyo government, suck this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, that people are like mm, not letting that. Yeah, you just go ahead and leave that one alone. See this Kay. envelope? This envelope? Yeah, we're pushing it. Yeah. They're in the envelope, writing it down the flaming barrel slash. <laughs> and then the, and oh, I don't know what that means. As it, as it turns out, he may be one of the like best paid mangaka in Tokyo as a result of the success I of that franchise. No, yeah, <laughs> he's certainly getting away with it. All right, next. All right, next. Hentai Oshi to Warawanai Neko, which basically translates to the Pervert Prince and the Stony Cat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's short. Henneko has been a show. Henneko is the because uh, shorthand reference. As as Japan Japanese tends to have absurdly long titles, there seems to be a draw to at least get it down to four syllables so people can talk about it like normal humans. Udapri, Oriimo, Orishira. Yep, works. Yeah, Orishima. Everybody knows what you mean. Jeez. Yeah. Well, rom coms. That's that's not even a Japanese one. That's, that's the American. That's, I know. That's yeah. a sentence. Yeah. So anyway. Title vomit. <laughs> Who wants to tackle uh, an echo? Okay. So the main character is predictably an utter and total scuzz bucket. <laughs> but he's uh, at least quiet about he's, it. He's, he's mostly, yeah, he's pretty skeevy. He's mostly quiet about it. He joined the track team so he could practice in the corner. While he was practicing, he could watch the girls' swim team through the window at the gym. And that this was his whole reason for joining the track team. This is the so sort of person this swim. man is. That said, his dedication to working out and being quick to not get hurt. No. Uh, he get promoted. Yeah. He got promoted. Yeah. Despite the, his best efforts. The track captain is, of course, <laughs> going to graduate. She picks him because he's always there practicing. Always dedicated. Honestly, always I'm kind dedicated. of surprised he didn't join track because of her. But yeah, kind right. of. <laughs> swim team. Swim team. <laughs> Back. He, he, he planned this out. <laughs> regardless, for some reason, he isn't terribly happy about the way he interacts with other people. He seems to be too quick to basically lie, deflect and lie about <laughs> things going. So a lot of people don't trust him. Yeah. Some people do. They're dumb. Um, <laughs> he is not worth trusting. <laughs> there is in this town a little urban legend about a stone cat statue up on a hill that... If you leave an offering to the cat statue and pray, the cat will take away something or give you something. And basically, the reason, the way he found out about this is a friend of his, basically... Oh, his pervert, and cr- his friend in criminal perversity. Please take away my perversity! I don't need it! What? And that's exactly what happens. And, so then, yeah, he, and then he goes become like, I don't know... Prime Minister of Japan or something. Something. Like <laughs> well, I remember the idea was like uh, the the aesthetic monk kind of thing. Yeah, you know, finding like, an NGO. Looking for enlightenment. Yeah, I'm going like, to give up all my porn and I'm going to be a perfect gentleman from now on. Here, That's here. Work. Here's my box of porn. There you go. Don't need it. Yeah. Box so thinks, yeah. And so he thinks, huh. Maybe if I give, maybe if I have the cat take away my filter. <laughs> yeah, this will be great. Uh, yeah, yeah, this isn't he, a bad idea. He refers to it as what his facade. He wants to be wrong? more honest. So, of course, he heads up to the statue. While he's doing so, he bumps into somebody else who's there. 
who is the other part of the duo that end up being the main characters, a uh, girl who's, I think she's in the same She's class? a year younger. She's a year younger, year younger. Is, And she wants to give up her emotions because she thinks it's two people. Well, easy. she just, she wants to be less emotional. Yeah, she yeah. wants she to be less emotional. she's a crybaby. You know, she, gets, she self-criticizes like being overly. Too open with her emotions. Yes. Yep. So the two of them go up to the cat. The dude offers up his hug pillow. <laughs> and the uh, girl son. offers up a, bo- uh, a, a meat bun. bag of meat, a meat buns. Bun. Just and a meat bun. A meat bun. Okay, yeah. Because she, she eats, eats the rest. rest. <laughs> no, 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 no. Goddamn eating machine. Yeah, she's hug eating machine. And, a meat oh, bun. No, no. and the cat says, what am I going to do with these? Well, the cat takes both. Yep. And uh, the next day, the main character wakes up and is going to school and realizes he is stuck in Liar Liar. Yeah. <laughs> I can't lie! He, Whole lot he's, of, he's walking uh-oh. around. My internal monologue isn't working. La, 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 la. Like, there's this one, okay. and it shows the other main character, and she's like, you know, this kind of cliche, Ojo, hottie character. And he's like, she's all ranting, chewing this guy out, and he's just like, yeah, she's really flat. And it's just kind of steamrolled from there. And then every just kind of goes, a bit. <laughs> so yeah, he is unable to not only control his voice, he's also unable to control his actions. He just does everything at the drop of a hat. Yeah. He has everything. No control. And as a result, this results in a few um snafus. Yeah. Okay. And he ends up picking the up least. the uh the, the, nickname. the nickname around school, the Hentai Prince. Hentai son. Because all his perversion, bam, right in the open. Right there. And he don't give a shit. (laughs) Well, he kind of does. He kind of wants his facade back. Well, he eventually realizes that this is a bad idea. (laughs) After getting his ass kicked repeatedly. Uh, And the other character, Sukiho, has basically gone completely stonewall. Because she can't. She has her emotions. They're there. She just can't express them them whatsoever. But she's got this great just stonewall face. (laughs) Every time. Everything is just flat. Flat, flat, oh, you're really despicable, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, occasionally she'll do things like just randomly start kicking objects over and over again with this deadpan look, and it's like, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's fun. It is not exactly a harem show, but it is a love triangle show. It's sort of. Definite triangle. It's sort of a triangle, thing. sort of. A polyhedron of not. Because it's mostly triangle with, you know, occasional edges that, you know, come and go. Yeah. It has its etchy, but it's not super etchy. It's no. kind of. It's cute. It's, it's not, amusing. It's funny. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's nothing. It, it's it's, it's not it's not hilarious like Nyarokosan, but no, it is it, pretty funny. It's fluff. Yeah. It's mostly amusing to watch the main character get the shit kicked out of him occasionally. Because he yeah. deserves it every oh, yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And the cat sits back and laughs. And the cat, yeah. The, that damn cat statue, it's like Mr. Rock carved down into a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that, yeah, that, that's a reference from a while back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is a relative of Troll Rock. Some of you may not... <laughs> <laughs> Some of you may not remember Natsuhiro Kiseki, but... It was a story of a four girls and a magical trolling rock. And the magic rock says, you want a wish? You want a wish? I'll there give you a wish. Bam. Dear diary, today four girls came over. <laughs> Jackpot. All right. So, yeah, watch it. It's fun. It's it's nothing. It'll be gone by the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. Now, this one will be handing over to uh, Richard. Oh, God. Uh, Hyaka Ryoran Samurai Bride. Which is the second season. Wait, am I the only one watching this? 
Yeah, because we, we haven't actually finished the first season of. Big we stopped Spot. around episode what four? You can Three? blame me if you like. I haven't. I blame you fully. I love yeah. that show, but okay. I, I just oh, kind of. I, I have to say, it was one of those things that I actually enjoyed it more with the artistic censoring. The artistic censoring was pretty cool. Okay, so let's. I, I bailed on that one. That's my fault. Let's describe. Me. Okay, first as a setup. Um, this is one of those, uh, what's the best way to describe it? Tits shows. Uh, it's basically, there's, there's a good amount of nudity. What it's you say? pretty fan servicey. So that's the front up. It is a bad show for bad people. But the thing I actually ended up liking about it is it's set in, so if you're not familiar with the first season, it's set in an alternate universe that, uh, the Edo Shogunate never, the Tokugawa Lost. Shogunate never yeah. ended. And so you have a world which looks modern-ish, like a lot of anachronistic stuff, but still has samurai and shoguns and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then you have it where you have a bunch of characters who are master samurai, swear allegiance to a samurai general, and they kind of get cool, awesome transformation sequences and badass weapons. It reminds powers. me a lot of Sekirei. Similar thing, yeah. Uh, it, it's yeah, you kind of take Seki Day and Jubei Chan, you know, throw in bowl, Jubei Chan and shake Jubei them all up. It's not as bad. Actually, here's the weird thing: it's actually not as bad at some of those super fan survey shows. Yeah. It's not as bad. Now, you know, this is a matter of scale. Scale, scale. It's still <laughs> so bad. It's a relative thing, yes. <laughs> but it's nowhere near a show like Quasar or Freezing Queen's or Blade. Queen's Blade. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's pretty mild, well, I sure. think, compared to This one to has male characters. Male characters is a plus. <laughs> Actually, kind of badass a male uh, character, too. I like well, his sword. We honestly, for the longest time, we thought it was a uh, a, a, a Nitro Plus title because <laughs> of the way it was introduced. It's like, yeah. <laughs> What's kind of cool about it to me is that there's a lot of really cool art design stuff to the show. It is very unique. So, for instance, when the girls kind of go to their master samurai forms, they have these kind of art, you know, anime battle aura type thing. But it's this like inky black, and as they're going about doing their fights, you see the ink splatters from their banners like on the screen and shit. Yeah, and everything has this really cool, yeah, sumie look. Like it looks woodcut, and the colors are neat, and the textures are interesting, and there's actually pretty good comedy in between things. Visually, it's nice. Visually, it's it's really it's just intriguing. It's intri- it, I think what the thing the, with it is that it's visually an interesting show. I like the setting, and there are actually a couple characters and fights that are really cool. Now, this is all with a big caveat of that's a lot of tit. There are a lot of titties in this show. <laughs> not a whole lot of pants, <laughs> and not a whole lot of pants. So it's okay. You can you sat through Quasar. You can sat through this one. It, it, yeah, and this may also be the case. I may just be too shell shocked to see it as that bad. <laughs> it's not terrible. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, it is. I like that kind of, and I like kind of high action, weird looking yeah. shows. So it kind of had a lot of it. It, it to me, it was pretty novel. Yeah. And as far as, and as far then as those kind of like random samurai girl shows, it's. Probably, I think, one of the better one of the ones better out for there. The, yeah. There aren't many of them out there that are really worth watching, admittedly. And yes, there, there, are there about is two. enough random samurai girl shows for there to be a genre. It, it is a genre. Yep. Holy crap, and it's a genre. I, and that also might be it. I end up watching a lot of these. Yeah. I don't know why, but I've watched, I think, all of them. <laughs> 
and I have to say, it is a bit refreshing for it to you know not follow the latest thing of the uh, female Nobunaga interpretations. There's no Nobunaga. Yeah. Which helps. Honestly, if you want to blame that's, this, if you want to blame thing. this genre on anything, blame it on uh, Koihime Musou because it kind of started the whole thing. There's actually another thing too. If you like your samurai stuff, there's actually some like little things that are just straight up, I think, clever that they do in there. So one of the main girls, Jubei, is based off like the samurai Jubei. But instead of having the eye patch, which is made of sword guard, she has a sword guard hair clip, and she gets the boat lights now and again. Or um, boat they're... lights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay, we're, on, okay. we're on TV trucks. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It took me a second. Uh, but then another character um, is based on Naoi Kanetsugu. And that if if anyone never heard of this character, look up this name Naoe Kanetsugu. You can figure out how to spell it. Um, <laughs> if you look it up on Wikipedia, his samurai helmet. You know how they have the little crest thing? Yeah. Was the kanji for love? Yeah. yeah. Just big eye on his oh, forehead. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And they base the character on him. Yeah. She has a hammer as big as she is. It's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a neat, fun show. It's a second season, so the first one's kind of, you know, you should probably see it. Yeah, it's on my to-finish with it list. I like it. I mean, I have the Blu-ray of it. Yeah. I even it's showed a, it. In the welcome to the show. backlog. Yeah. It's a fun show. <laughs> Shit you'll eventually watch. It's in that list for some people. Uh, maybe. All right. Speaking of backlog, you know, what? how many seasons of Space Brothers has there been now? Only uh, three. It's uh, in like no. the 60s. over, I thought, yeah, after the three. 60s, man. It's a set length, though. Yeah, it is, because the manga is over. So, Anywho. Moving on. Next up, uh, Valve Rave, I Kakumeki think. Kakumeki Valve Rave. Yes, which basically, Valve Rave the Liberator. Ha, so, that just sounds so wrong. So, uh, basically, <laughs> if you've ever watched any Gundam... <laughs> any, this should be familiar territory. And you've watched Code Geass oh, smash yeah, I've them seen together... This before. You know what's coming. <laughs> There's no way to watch Valve Rave and not know what's coming if you've watched Sunrise stuff. So one of the things I remember it's at least watching, entertaining though. Yeah. One of the things I remember watching Code Geass after a point is this is fucking stupid coming out of my mouth every like third or fourth episode. Uh, they did have a lot of filler episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Filler. That's not what I was screaming at. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> no, there was like, wait, what? What? No. <laughs> they ride that they ride the plot train pretty hard sometimes. <laughs> Drama uh, with a capital D. <laughs> basically it follows the old standby formula. The main character and his friends live on a space station thing. Which kind of looks like a Dyson sphere. Which is part of a neutral nation, basically. Gior. Yes. And uh, the two major factions in this setting are at war. They're stuck in the middle. One side decides to invade this place in order to find a super weapon called the Valve Rave. It gets found, not by the people who want to find it, but by a kid who just happens to be there. A naive young man, of course, who Who, stumbles into it. Unlike a lot of the others in this particular setup, gets in the damn cockpit and goes batshit because he sees his best friend get vaporized. Not even uh, just best friend, but potentially something a bit more if he would ever actually say anything about it to her. So, that, so far, that is my biggest complaint. But What's that? Never mind. Oh, well, oh. yeah. What's that? The whole her. not her. quite. It'll change. Things will happen. 
maybe. God knows. It is no, no, not that, not that, not 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 his, his, not his, not saying anything. It's her coming back. Yeah. Oh, you mean them? Yeah. Pushing yeah. out. Yeah. Just, eh. Yeah. Okay. It is sunrise. It is sunrise. Well, now see, that's not fair. The sunrise. <laughs> have you seen the older Gundam series? Yeah. I just remember my He-Man being a little Every bitter. Every fucking character is basically playing a giant game of Russian roulette to see who dies first. Yeah. I, I reiterate. I just remember my He-Man and yeah. the motherfucking Disney ending. Yeah. 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 And if you're complaining about spoilers about my He-Man, by the way, the show's been out for ten years. Limitation <laughs> over. Yeah. Now, now, one of the things that about when he gets into the mech, of course, there's the whole you know startup sequence. How do I use this thing? How do I use this thing? And then the, there's basically a little screen with a little of course, image. It's like, uh, do you uh, do you relinquish uh, your, your humanity. humanity? You resign your humanity. It's kind of like what? Yeah, us watching, kind of like, huh? I'm like, yes, push the button, <laughs> push the button, do it, yes. faggot. Push yes, push yes. <laughs> you know you want to. And eventually he does, and that's that's part of accepting becoming the pilot of the Valvrave. We find out more about these consequences, consequences, yeah. later. But it's... Oh no, I'm a monster! Awesome giant <laughs> robot stuff, pretty well designed. Um, is, this, is this one uh, Sunrise? Yes. Sunrise is doing this one? Yeah. So awesome we, we, 3D we, we've animation. We've said Sunrise how many times? Well, it's still a Sunrise-style show. Yeah. And Satellite is made from people who used to work with Sunrise. And this is directly Sunrise, not Satellite or okay. any of the others. Okay, my mistake. It okay. is directly Sunrise. All right. Sometimes we know what we were talking about. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes we think to look up the stuff beforehand. I was busy last night. Okay, now, and uh, basically one of the things is, so... So you have the young man who stumbles across becomes the pilot of the, you know, leading technology, kill everything in sight, able mech. My love for you is like a truck. Like a mech berserker. <laughs> now, uh, kind of the bit of a new bit of a twist, and this shows up at the end of the first episode, so this isn't, you know, too major spoiler, is that he uh, gets uh, set up with nanites that... Uh, well, okay. After the big, huge thing where he has a blue screen of death and you know dis- uh, destroys a whole bunch of enemy mechs, he eventually comes out of it. Uh, you know, he he he, you know, gets out of the mech, and this other enemy who had basically been you know kind of trolling around the school uh, catches him and is like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" and then shoots him several times. Several times. Main character <laughs> falls on that. the ground, keeps shooting him. <laughs> And he's like, okay, I've done my mission. I can grab this valve rave and go. And, of course, behind him... Yeah, and then behind him, the other dude comes up and, Ow! and then bites onto his neck. And that's the end of the first episode. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, by the way, at this point, he's not only covered in his own blood, his face is, like, cracking and glowing. <laughs> so it's like, gah! <laughs> I love the smell of napalm in the moment. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but, but no, that was the thing, is that basically relinquishing your humanity, well, they meant it. Yeah. <laughs> the series continues on at roughly the same pace. Shit's gone to hell. Um, we get all sorts of interesting... I, I won't say they're unusual tropes in this type of stuff, but things like uh, don't trust your allies. Maybe they want something they're not telling you. Well, it's, it's one of those big things that, again, they are a neutral territory yeah. stuck in between these two big ones. And, of course, you know, after this uh, after this whole uh, conflict, the other one shows up, hey, we're a peacekeeping force. You know, we're here to restore uh, the order and protect you. Not trust heavy us. handed at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Huh. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a lot, lot like the U.S. And considering that they cover the uh, North American, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, hey, I wonder. So, um, it's it's fun. Uh, a lot of action, a little bit of uh, drama, and you know, pol- little... politics going on in the background. Uh, it's a touch heavy-handed, but again, if you've watched Gundam Seed, if you've watched <laughs> Gundam Zero Zero, if you've watched Gundam Zero Zero Eighty Three, you should expect this kind of stuff. If you've seen, or if you can sit through Gus Rocky, yeah, it's even some of that. It's all there. It's yeah. stuff we've seen before, but it's not good. necessarily a problem though. It's still fun. Yeah, uh, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, especially if you like giant robots. If so, you like giant robots, check giant it out. Giant robot, and it, it should feel very familiar. You're right at home. All right, next one, Carnival. Richard, have you watched Carnival? No, actually. Did okay, we? how long did you watch Carnival? Ah, ah, did you ah, try? Oh God, no, I just remember did, this. Did Which you try to Carnival? watch Carnival? Because I, <laughs> it's the one this season. Yeah, this yeah, one this season. Yeah. It starts out with the little uh, with the little white haired guy. I just couldn't guy. get into it because I didn't like the main character. See, that was the thing with us too. We got up to the opening. There, there was like three minutes of little intro. Then it hit the opening. We were done. Wow. Wow, well, usually you guys so give it three episodes. This time you demo. gave it three minutes. Just, we, we, we were not the target demo because okay. you know, it, st- it starts out with this okay. little white hair trigger right. guy. If you like Black Butler, if you like. What? K. No. K-, 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 K has some ability to be watchable by not. K is a battle Yoshi. manga, okay? It has giant swords falling on people yeah. from the sky. Come on. <laughs> ah, go fuck yourselves. Um, Arcana Familia. Yes. Okay, that's a bit okay. more out there. Uh, but s- stuff in that series. Oh, um, most obnoxious of main girl. Well, it's, again, it says right here in the in the uh, in the write up. It's a Jose manga. So those of us sitting around the table right now not, are not, not Jose. Not a single target demo. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I, you know, we haven't watched and enjoyed stuff from that demo, but it just. It this is not one of that demo. This that is not one of the ones. It, it did not grab us. If it's your sort of thing, check it out. And it's weird for me because, like, some of my favorite shows ever were actually Jose. Yeah. Hataraku Man. Um, freaking, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, suddenly I can't remember. Oh, uh, Madame, Madame Cantabel. Things like that. <laughs> I liked those shows. Those were straight up for chicks in their 20s to 30s. Well, yeah, but those uh-huh. uh, at least but, one of those was done by uh, Noi Tamina. So yeah. that changes the scope a little bit. But yeah, just this one just didn't didn't click for me. Yeah. Do you like pretty boys doing pretty things in weird positions? I, you I'm like sorry, this. not positions. <laughs> no, that's JoJo. Wow. Scenarios. Not, it's not that kind yeah, of stuff. That, that would be stands. JoJo. Yeah. We'll call those stands, not positions. <laughs> All right. All right. And now going on to something a bit... Kind of a bit more our steam. Uh, Miyakawa K no Kufuku. The empty stomach of the Miyakawa family. I haven't seen any of this. Me either. No, you haven't yet, but Joe and I have. Oh. <laughs> so talk about it. Cunt. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah. It's a Lucky Star spin-off. It's the Lucky Star spin-off. Oh, wait, is it oh. out already? Yeah. yeah. Well, the first oh, two baby. are. The first two basically have been available via streaming. Did KyoAni do it? Yes. Yes. I believe so. That's important because Kyoani has a very distinct look. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it has the look. It, it has it has the, the look squishy. of the original uh, Lucky Star. No, it looked squishy. Everything That's the way kind I... of 
Because yeah. she. No, the way I heard, like, one description I heard with Lucky Star is it kind of looked like anime Charlie Brown. And that's not bad. <laughs> a bit, yeah. I, I can see where that comes from. First episode starts, like, wah, 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 first episode wah, wah, starts wah, wah, wah. with somebody fe- uh, force feeding uh, Akira steak. Yeah. <laughs> Akira in the TV in the background. Yes. Yeah. In and the it, background. It's like a spicy Texan uh, style. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's about the uh, the uh, Miyakawa uh, Miyakawa sisters. Is Minoru in it? Not no, yet. Not yet. Not that we've noticed. Ah! You've only seen the first episode in five minutes. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the Miyakawa the Miyakawa sisters. I forget their I forget their names. But the older sister is Reiji Notaku, and to the point where basically spending money on uh, her fandom rather than buying food. Which and has her younger, younger sister si- bemoaning this fact. <laughs> the poor, poor younger sister. Hence <laughs> the empty stomach. They actually show up in Lucky Star a couple times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, it's a spinoff from the same mangaka. So. So it should be pretty amusing, uh, for, judging from the first episode. It should be pretty good. So if, if you like Lucky Star, check it out. All I didn't right. know anything was up yet. I'm going to have to look it up. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Mushibugyo. <laughs> Gord, this yeah. one's all you. Very simple setup. Uh, it's Edo era Japan, and there are giant evil insects everywhere, especially around Edo. And there is a government task force called the Mushibugyo that go around and kill giant bugs. <laughs> the main character, a young samurai from out in the boonies, has come to Edo to join the Mushibugyo. Because his father was summoned by, I believe, the Shogun to join up because his father was a famous, very powerful samurai. Well, unfortunately, uh, the old man ended up cutting his own Achilles tendons in penance for something he did that that his son did. Oh, uh-huh. Which, of course, if you have any idea what that does to a person, especially somebody who relies on being a swordsman, yeah. Main character shows up in town and basically goes, You summoned my father? You got me. Sorry. Deal with it. And uh, the story's roughly he about pre- him getting to join the Mushibugyo and, and going bugs. around killing giant bugs. Now, uh, basically, these giant <laughs> bugs, are they kind of like the uh, more typical uh, demons as presented in a lot of the Japanese no, folklore? They're f- well, kind of, but they're physical bugs. They're actual giant bugs. Okay. They're not spirits. So it's Attack on Titan with... Bugs. Kind of, but With goofy. way less angst. Attack <laughs> on Orkhan. And also is, is this more Orson Welles in the island? No. No, it's goofy. Called the Orkin Man. It, it, it's it's <laughs> goofy. Uh, the other people in the Mushibugyo are actually one's a descendant of the Koga Ninja, and the other is a semi a serial killer. And there are a couple of other characters they haven't really introduced, but it's basically you get the impression that the people who end up in this department are kind of off outcasts, and nobody else really wants them around. But they're so good it's a good at place shit. to put them. Yeah. yeah. You have a very specific set of skills. Yes. <laughs> we now, need them here. <laughs> we have a use for them. Go over here. Instead Don't of eliminating us. you from society, we're just going to point you in the right direction. <laughs> you see that giant spider over there? Let me correct myself. You see those 50 giant spiders over there? <laughs> Go to town. 
And yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. It is by Seven Arcs, which is the studio that did Nanaha and Dog Days. This is totally not those. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, oh, yeah, it seems bugs. like have not nearly the amount of moe. Uh, yeah, generally, generally not. This is this is more uh, battle manga style. It's Cause something I'd expect to see in Shonen Jump. Dog Days was silly, but at the end of the day, you got to think, pretty vapid <laughs> yeah. that's the word i, mean, I would was, describe was, that was, show there wasn't anything going they're taking a long time to build up to the story story it's there it's just a long way bullshit <laughs> i don't believe it i've got money on this <laughs> the over there behind all those 50 spiders it's hiding behind yeah, yeah, yeah. Piles of dead. We, we, we hope they'll get to it by the end of the third season <laughs> if it even comes out it's just a question of when the uh when uh the mid children's drop their cloaking device <laughs> <laughs> No crossing the streams. They're watching the whole time. <laughs> Mushi fun. I need to watch more than the first two episodes. Just so yeah. the, the the name itself is just fun to say. Mushi like. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it basically means bug killers. Yeah. It's a bug hunt, man. It's or a bug hunt. Bug warriors or bug fighters or something. Bug mushers. All right. Stuff, nuke it from mm. All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. This show. This show, Murome san. Oh, man. Okay. The full title is uh, Nami Ichi. Nami. Ah, Nami Uchi Giwa no Marumi san. Marumi san. Which uh, Murome san by the shore. <laughs> and, well, th- these are 16-minute episodes, so they're, they're like, you know, half-episode And they're episodes. very slapstick. This is an omnidirectional troll bomb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are trolling us, they are trolling the other characters, they are trolling themselves. Yeah. <laughs> ba- basically, it, it starts out, there's this guy uh, sitting on the pier, fishing. Takuro. And he catches something. It turns out to be a mermaid. Uh, this show. And the mermaid just doesn't want to go it doesn't leave him alone intrusive mermaid she's extremely irritating irritating somewhat <laughs> stupid yeah <laughs> um and apparently, lots of friends no because here's the thing with mermaids is so they the play is, up the fact that they are part fish so uh-huh. there are certain things like the fact that she partly became attached to him because he had a bunch of ragworms to eat yeah and I'm, I'm she not. likes ragworms and if if he needs to get rid of them he just throws a lure out because they she goes straight after it because Fish. Ooh, shiny. Yeah, they're, they're, they're talking, and then she is kind of quiet for a bit, and he looks at her, what are you doing? And she's, like, eating from his uh, bait box. Oh, ragworms. <laughs> Tasty. And also, she's apparently very old, but... Uh, they're all, they're all <laughs> of the... Maybe. Uh, maybe. All of the uh, mermaids seem to be immortal. <laughs> also, apparently, is, Atlantis had Mecca. Yeah. I Ava's think that's just uh, part of her trolling him. Yeah. No, maybe. no. Atlantis had Ava's, and she started... And apparently, it's, it's one of the random plots where she apparently hates dolphins because she thought they <laughs> were related, because she thought they were related to plesiosaurs or something. Turns out that's not the case. And instead of battering the hatchet with sea mammals, she just went straight in belligerent dolphin ass dolphin mode and has not stopped. So the question is: Is would you throw her back? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Make a wish. I wish you shut up. <laughs> Now, if you ever want an amusing reaction, pull up one of the trailers for this show. Sit down and let your friends watch it. The opening credits are... That song is an earworm. (laughs) It's It's like death metal. When you're watching the trailer and all of a sudden you see these mermaids go up into space and start pushing a moon, you're like... (laughs) <laughs> what am I watching? I don't know what I'm watching. 
watching anymore. That is such a hyper opening song. It's great. Yes. And it's it gets stuck wonderful. in your head. Yes, I've got the single. But it's spastic. <laughs> it's amusing. Uh, it isn't that long, so, you know, give the first one a shot. It's or the, kind or the, of like or watching the pile a... of fish eggs. Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Can you fertilize these for thing? me? Ah! <laughs> no, that, it, it's a funny show. I just, she, and again, the main character, Moromi, she comes across as basically a drunken belligerent 40 something. And it's kind of entertaining <laughs> to see yeah. something like that yes. for your main female character. Which makes <laughs> you wonder why the. This this kid that caught her in the first place keeps going back to the same fishing spot because it's because he won't let her beat him. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. become a moment of just pure belligerence. It is interesting to see the people they've got on this. I mean, uh, Yukari Tamura is playing Moromi. Dolphin that's ass not dolphins. A uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like that's she was Saito's in this. Yes, and, she uh, Tomi Harada. No, everyone. Not I. Not not caught. Yeah, like there's just like everyone in there. All the reason. major voice actresses from the last couple of years. Yeah. Except, oddly enough, no Hanakana. Yet. That's because she's in about everything else. Yeah, she's in everything else this she season. She had to give Good one God. Dolphin-ass dolphins. Like, that's I, I, it's a phrase I learned from some other podcast. Dolphin-ass it, dolphins. It kind of fits her opinion on this. <laughs> Tatsunoko, we love you. I, I would not recommend it for people that don't like weird slapstick. Yeah, it's very heavy. It is very it's heavy on the slapstick. slapstick. Yes, yes. It almost has a weird... It, it reminds me a bit of some of the older Gynax stuff that just goes into bizarre-ass territory. What's weird, too, is the character like, designs have this very... Actually, it was pointed out, it has, like, this really old-school character They look designs. like character they look designs slayers. by Slayer, the Slayers artist, yeah. <laughs> you just yeah, very much so. Huge eyes. Like, Which just adds to the Eyes weirdness. don't get that yeah. big anymore in anime. Fish. Look at that anime. Eyes Fish. actually kind of shrank a little Fish. bit over time. Shut up. Fish. <laughs> If fish ex- bites. If Excel Saga gave you, yeah, that was our nickname for this, this show. Is we call it Fish Bites because McDonald's had those horrible fish things going on. <laughs> it's like we're watching Fish Bites and eating Fish Bites. <laughs> we're fish What's biting while fish biting. Ah, ah. I so, yeah. still like saying dolphin ass dolphins, dolphin and this one is most appropriate place to put it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next we have a second season of Ore Imo. Ore no Imoto ga kono ni kawai wakaganai. Or Ore Imo for most everyone else in the world. Yes. Which basically translates out to there's no way my little sister can be this cute. Which it doesn't actually get as creepy as you think it's yeah. ha- the title says. Simple layout, main character, and his sister do not get along. Then At he discovers. Oh, his- like. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of a underachiever. His sister's a model and a track star and a high, uh, like good, good student, and has just generally been the little star in her, their parents' eyes for the last couple of years. And then he discovers he, she's like borderline psychotic otaku. Yep, and has been keeping it from everybody, and she doesn't know how to deal with the fact that she has nothing in common with her friends at yeah. all. <laughs> so, and she has no one to geek out with, and so just kind of ah! she kind of goes to older brother and's like, I, I, "I don't want to do this, but I need your help." And he's like, <laughs> "You already know about this, so you've been recruited. Yeah, <laughs> so, or I will kill you." <laughs> the series is essentially about how two very different people who are related have to kind of come to terms with each other. And how it's a matter of, at the end of the day, it's about helping people understand that you can be more than one thing. <laughs> it's a little you can of have that. interests. There's also a little bit of just this whole kind of, even though like there's a lot of that, you can get that kind of ickier undertones. There's a lot to me with it as it's going along of just kind of this whole idea that you can 
pick your friends, but you can't pick your relatives. It's family. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> that's a lot of it. And he kind of, you get this gist as it goes. And the second season just kind of picks off where yeah. the uh, first one did. Now, note with the first one, it ended with an OVA. Yes. That Because uh, the, the last episode mm-hmm. is not actually the last episode. No, not yet. So you have to watch the OVA. So it gets a little <laughs> confusing. Why didn't Kirino come back? Yeah. Ah. Um, and then, yeah, it's just kind of interesting watching. Uh, it's a lot about the relationships between them and their friends. Their friends are pretty important. Oh, yeah. As far as how plot development and how they interact yeah. with people. And so it's, a, like it's a lot of interesting commentary on how we interact with our friends and our family and it's, how we kind of view ourselves. Yeah. How we let other people view us. Yeah. yeah. I've liked it for myself like three main things one i actually really like the art style for some oh, yeah. reason like it has this really simple cute drawing style but i really like the way like eyes are shaped and things like it's just this aesthetically weirdly like mm-hmm. i don't know i like it yeah uh-huh. second um i the animation itself is pretty good like good direct you know it's not like it's as good as you can get with a life life show like this without well, going overkill and the animation is by a one yeah, so it's a good and studio to do it. And three, like, I just kind of like it how it's got this kind of... It, it does a thing where it's actually similar to what I liked about uh, another show a while ago that I always liked was Toradora, and that yeah. it hasn't <laughs> it hasn't tried to bloat the cast. Like, it has a couple new extra characters, but overall the cast is small, and it's trying to just flesh out everyone and their relationships and things like that. And I kind of always liked those kind of more complicated, nuanced, developmenty shows. Yeah. It's also funny. Like it, it, when it's yes. funny, it's funny. The characters are fun. It's, it's belligerently a- funny. <laughs> I dare you not like to said, laugh at this. The title has bad. It's just one of those titles. Like that doesn't seem right, but it ends up actually being a bit better than it lends itself to seem at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you like the first season, definitely enjoy the second. If you haven't seen either, give it a shot. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a sequel series, so there's only so much we can say about it. I don't know yeah. what I'm saying anymore. Yeah. Okay, next up. Next up, Photocano. This show's bad and bad for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Um, many people refer to it as the spiritual successor of Amagami. Don't see it. They're going on a bus. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, wait, what do you mean? On a bus? <laughs> Omnibus. Oh, Omnibus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh. Are, are they, they traveling on a bus? Omnibus. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Just not under the bus. No, Sometimes. not really any of those characters. Okay. Basically, we call this one Girls on Film. Uh, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Because ultimately, it's about this guy who uh, is in high school, and he inherits his uh, dad's uh, like SLR camera. Because his dad probably got a swankier one. Actually, I believe that's what he said. Yeah. His dad yeah. got a better camera, so he gave me this one. I have and that one already thrust into the world of photography. <gasps> oh, no. Thrust. Oh. Shot. Damn it, Ooh. guys. Look Come at this on. 300 millimeter zoom lens. Yeah, a and yeah, and basically, um, he hasn't gotten his photo reflex yet. No. Oh, he, oh, he, he, he's working on it. Bullshit. He apparently has all the macking skills. Is the trade off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but anyways, he's he's starting to get into photography and basically uh, got the best biggest perk to his social life ever. <laughs> yeah, well, that because when you're walking around with a camera, yeah, he happens to know. A number of girls already in the high school, and basically... Two of them are her, his sister and her friend. Yes. That doesn't count. 
Her friend might. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you shut up! <laughs> <laughs> she is a route of the game. I know! I know, I know. This one is not one of those, those games. It's a different game. It's a shooter game where you have to go around and take photos of stuff. Wait, yes. what? That's yes. how the game works? Yes! yes. It's Mother also dating simulator. Yes, it's literally a camera simulator, like old Fatal Frame and stuff like that. Or the except Pokemon the except games. Gal Gay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is not difficult. Japan, is... you make it very hard to love you. <laughs> it is. It is. All, it is man. a Warts PSP game. And basically, yeah, um, there are a number of girls that are basically they're going through the uh, various arcs of uh, him. They spent the first four episodes kind of setting up things, and I think they're going to go what's called what we call what I've called seen called the omnibus route for yeah. harem shows, yeah. yes. where they follow a girl's route all the way through and then reset to a two, point. About two episodes usually, two to it's three. It's looking episodes. like yes. in this case, yeah, yeah, which was just uh, you know, a lot like they did with Amagami. Yeah, Amagami probably did better, but probably, yes. yeah, and basically, also yeah, with less geesiness. <laughs> well, let's be honest. None of the, none of the characters in Amagami ever had to be convinced with blackmail. So, like I said, less skeeziness. Just a bit. Um, Interesting. It's, it's Lots not, of cameras, but no blackmail. It's, it's done by... Oh, yeah. the, the animation's done by Madhouse, and Madhouse has this thing where if you let them do a fan service show, they'll give you a they'll goddamn you fan service show. And they provided one. Yes. A lot of male gays. A lot of it. It's literal, oftentimes. Camera people. Yep. <laughs> they look at us like, "What do I see? Things I want to take pictures of." Oh, hey. <laughs> and apparently, okay. like I said, and apparently, the main character's superpowers convincing is not be being not skeezy, just not just the right amount of not a skeezy bastard to get all these photos. Yeah. We'll see. Another thing he's too is he's the best person in the world to rely on taking these because he's the most trustworthy yeah, person. That's and why again, he was recruited. Again, all of these girls are pitching straight over his plate to begin <laughs> with. Yeah, so it doesn't take much to say. One hey, of them literally. <laughs> Sporting. And uh, silly shows, silly. And yet, yeah. and yet, he is uh, he is much more honorable than the other people in the photography club. He's still an asshole. Real skeeves. <laughs> So he manages not to have problems with uh, premature flash discharge? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's not accidentally, you know, taking pictures of himself in the bathroom. Mother of like God, it. why are we so on this show? <laughs> <laughs> because this is a show for bad people. If you're so, a bad person, <laughs> wink, watch this show. Yeah. So how much camera porn is in this show? Not much. Not much. Not, not too much. much. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, they couldn't get the rights to any of the cameras, so it's like canon and uh, Nokin cameras. Like with a K instead of a C? <laughs> it's K-A-N-A-N. Yeah. Which, which is amusing because his sister is canon. Canon. <laughs> yeah. So let's just skip Pretty Rhythm Rainbow Live, okay? Oh, yeah, because we haven't watched that. And it's the... <laughs> We're yeah. not going it's to. It's the third season of a Korean game. I'd rather eat broken glass with my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, from, this is from someone who loves Idolmaster. Yes. Yes. And Go Data Live. No, no, and I'm just love saying. life. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, love life, not date life. Yeah, we just, we just ripped apart yeah. date life. <laughs> Red data girl. All right. This is an interesting one. So I got into this one, not having a goddamn clue what this show was. That's going okay. To be I don't about. think anybody did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First episode, we're kind of going. What? What? But anyway. the basic premise is the main girl. Um, she grew up on a Shinto in a Shinto shrine, like out in the mountain somewhere. Isolated as fuck. Small town. 
Um, and it turns out she has a bit of a disability. Electronic <laughs> devices kind of explode when exposed to her for too long. Technology uh, just goes, nope, 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 nope. Nope, 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 not, nope, 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 nope. Not going to work. Not Poof. working. Fuck, I'm out. And it turns out that uh, she's an inheritor of uh, pretty significant supernatural powers. Um, and then the main guy that's kind of assigned to protect her is a uh, mountain monk. He's a monk. Yeah, his he he grew up pretty much in, like he went to high school and stuff. But when he went home, apparently he lived at a temple, and so he could do like all that exorcism neatness. And it's pretty much about her kind of, I guess, making going, things explode. Well, going yeah. out into the world, him trying to not get her ass killed, yeah. and uh, various weird like supernatural modern fantasy stuff. The series would have made a lot more sense if they had given a tiny amount of exposition at the beginning to explain that apparently the government is terrified in Japan in this setting of all of the supernaturally sensitive people in their world dying off and them not having any ability to communicate with the spirits and gods anymore because they think if they do that the whole damn world's going to end. Yeah. So they're collecting them and protecting and, them. Yeah, and, and basically running a school for them yeah. to uh, you know, work oh, on their skills. Oh, because there has to be a school involved somewhere. Gen- well, the age of the characters and all that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but that's why it's called Red Data Girl is because the list of people who have these abilities is called the Red Data Book. It's kind of like a... Uh, endangered species. Endangered species <laughs> list. <laughs> Except they're people. People! <laughs> and she's a walking EMP, pretty much. Pretty well, much. well no, it actually turns out that. there's more to it. She's actually very spirit. She can see spirits. She's a medium. Yeah, she's a medium. And she's so, act- she's straight up a Miko. Like, is she- this kind of like Mushishi in a way? Sort of, actually. It starts off that way a bit. It's not as self-contained. Yeah, it's not episodic. And it's not at all. as weird as Mushishi. Yeah, yeah. Because, because Mushishi, you know, it was kind of traditional, but also its own thing weird, weird over there. Reality. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. All. And the thing that's interesting is I've been liking it kind of for a big emphasis and a big thrust of the series is thrust. character development. Yeah. Like, she's really mousy and shy and things like that. <laughs> like, really, really uh-huh. badly, like, socially maladjusted. Inept. And a it's a lot of it is just kind of you know that whole her coming Someone out. Someone grew shell. up at a shrine, yeah, yeah, and then especially the main guy kind of he growing tolerant of her dick. existence. The main character, it's like the first episode, end of the first episode, was like, nope, fuck him. He's gotten better. <laughs> he has gotten better, but he's still an abusive asshole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like problem relationship right there, laid on the foundation. Stop that shit right now. Pretty much. If they do, there wouldn't be a series. Well, yeah. yeah conflict drive story and all that. Except in this case, it's going to be It's hard to really talk Get back too... in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, it's hard to talk too much about it because there's a lot of kind of in-depth plot yeah. stuff that yeah. if we talk too much detail, we'll spoil it. If you don't have an understanding of some of the basics of a lot of Japanese supernatural mythology and things like that, you might get a little lost. At least Google the words Omeo and Miko. Yeah. You have a start there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yamabushi. Yeah, that too. But yeah, so if you like, uh, if you like shows with a bit of a spiritual uh, slant, Supernatural Edge, Supernatural Edge, give it a shot. Um, it's it's turned out to be a lot more interesting than uh, we thought going. Oh yeah, first yeah, two episodes so. are like, uh... and then they like have a thing where a shoe drops, and then it's like, huh, the trip to Tokyo. Yep, yeah, that was that's a, the yeah, big what, what? event. 
my world is changing. Uh-huh. It's trying to kill you, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. that's change. Um, All right. Now, now, now to something a uh, bit shorter and a bit more... This show a bit offends more everything. This this show offends everything. I think. Which one? Sparrow Sparrow's Hotel. Hotel. Uh, I have no clue about this one. <laughs> okay, th- th- this is another Flash you know, anime. That's not in itself terrible. This is another five minutes. Uh, five minute thing where basically this uh, the main character is a front desk worker at a hotel, but she's also been trained as a ninja assassin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't hate it, but man, sometimes the animation and other things is just like. Ah, and you saw how much of a bit of a we can chew out animation. <laughs> so basically, it's it's one of oh, those hard. things that uh, you know, um, um, she will take care of people who are you know, like you know, loitering and have having like Beat drunk fights drunks out in front of the hotel. She just uh, you know appears behind them, bam, hits them on the back of the neck. They just fall, and all their friends are going, "What the hell?" <laughs> and she's just, like, "If you please, not you know." Cause problems. Do a, do a commotion in front of our hotel. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, okay, we're, we're going to go over here now. <laughs> Take that with you, please. Thank you. Relentlessly and, you know, cheerful. Yeah, relentlessly cheerful. And it's, <coughs> it's, it's amusing. It's enough for a uh, five-minute thing. Any more than five minutes, and it, w- it would it would so lose. Yeah, quick as painless would, quick and has. painless would rapidly turn into oh god why. <laughs> so I would say give it a shot if that you know uh, comedic thing is kind of your thing. Railgun! To Railgun S. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. This one is the second season of a spinoff from a long-standing <laughs> series. That didn't have a lot of caveats to it. Yeah. Tuaro Majutsu no Index, which is also known as a certain magical index. This is the spinoff called a certain scientific railgun. <laughs> okay. If you like urban fantasy and science fiction, this series is pretty much for you. Framing with it. Yes. It's the future. In the future, there is a city called Academy City in Japan, not far from Tokyo, where the city, aptly named, is filled with schools, research academies, universities, and all sorts of uh, laboratory equipment. Hence earning its name. Yes. Places for learning. Places for learning and things to learn. It also is known for being the only spot on Earth where people can develop psychic powers. It's an Esper series. So, the old psychic power anime, like... uh, Well, psychic power, a.k.a. X-Men power, is actually kind of what it tends to be. It is kind of... It is a lot... Actually, in a lot of ways, it does kind of have a similar setup to a more ambivalently cheerful X-Men setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like everyone's like, oh, you're a fucking Esper! Ah, die, die, no! No, instead it's like, there's people who live in that city who can pick things up with their mind. Well, you see, and that's another thing, too, is that I'll, the majority of the powers are fairly low-key. Well, yeah. And the majority of the psychers are, you know, not at, you know, even that powerful sure. of, you well, know, cycling lifting the buses. The idea is they're so, actually creating the psychers. People yeah. go in and have natural affinities, but they have to work to develop them. So yes. it's a power thing more like Tiger and Bunny, where you have a select few that are really strong, but you have a more of a majority yeah, that has, actually, like, I have the drool power, the or next in, I can uh, grow Tiger hair and really Bunny quickly. are <laughs> really similar to what the uh, espers in uh, Academy City can do. Yeah, and, yeah. and every, almost everyone in this city 
has some latent psychic ability. There are a lot of people who are level zeros who either have no latent ability or just can't develop it for yeah. some reason. But it, or, Yeah, or the ability is just not there. But everyone goes through the rigors to try and get something rolling. Yeah. And most people probably only like cap out like one. One or, or two. two. One or two is And one or two yeah. is, I can keep temperatures constant. Well, that's Uiharu. She's or I, I, can, I can make a slight breeze. I'm really good at wrapping level presents twos with are my actually, eyes closed. Level twos are actually useful. Like yeah. the good example was the guy who appeared in the first episode of the first season, who is a level two pyrokinetic. He can create fireballs and throw them. And then the main, and then we get to the main character. Yes. Who's uh, was it? Misaka Makoto. Miko, yeah, Misaka Makoto. And um, she's one of the city's like less than a seven. dozen level seven, seven level, fives. level fives. Except her power is actually probably the most straightforward of the level fives. Her nickname is the Railgun. Electricity. Lots of it. Electromagnetic <laughs> Esper. That's usually referred to as an Electromaster. And her nickname comes from her favorite trick, which is grabbing a subway token and using it like the bullet from a railgun. Just magnetically accelerating it. Bam. And uh, it goes kind of basically with her and her friends and kind of the weirdness that she gets yeah. caught up on in um, the city. It's actually the first season is a somewhat of a prequel to the first series of <laughs> Index. Well, right now it's actually a prequel to some of Index. It's, it's caught up. Yeah, they, there's it's, it's overlapping. Yeah, they overlap because... Okay. Um, Makoto is like uh, she's kind of like one of the main but not the main character of the Andex series. She's one of the three top. Yeah, she's one of the most recurring characters. Even though the artist hates her. The writer hates her character. <laughs> Too fucking bad. She's the popular I, I know. That's why she's still in it. He yep. tried to write her out. People asked why. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Fine! I'll bring her back and her life will be shit. Details. So <laughs> I hate her. I'm going to make sure she suffers. Anyway, but, anyway. But anyways, um, animation. JC staff. Very, uh, very top. Uh, you know, very top Fun grade. Um, the the whole setup for this world is uh, very is uh, very it's, well constructed. You know, there's been a lot of thought involved. Now in that said, stuff. the relationship chart may want you to make you kill yourself. <laughs> so I, don't say, I would suggest. And there's a lot of other material. Like, there's a lot to this series. Because uh-huh. remember, you have two seasons of Index. You have this, now two seasons of Railgun starting up. There's Ovis for both. There's OVAs mm-hmm. for both. The movie, the movie for Index is coming out. Yeah, so there's a lot of material. That said, you can watch the first reason, season of Railgun pretty so, standalone. Standalone, absolutely. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to know anything about it. And this one, but as but if you want to kind of like get a better appreciation of everything... It doesn't hurt to watch everything. Yes. You will kind of want to slap Toma across the mouth. Toma's better in Railgun than he was in Index. That's because you get him in smaller doses. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> is this one of those shows that can lead into both series? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you can go from one series and lead into this one, or sure. you can go from this series and yeah. lead into the other That's one. That's actually yeah. what I did. I didn't ever finish Index until after I watched Railgun. Right. And then I got the motivation to watch mm-hmm. Index. It's it's a fun series. It's an it's a very interesting world, and I think I uh, one of the things I like about it is it is unflinching when it comes to showing how stuff can be <laughs> used in a bad way. Yeah. I, also, the exploited. person knows some of his physics. They mess up a couple times. A Gravitons times. don't work like that. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the graviton bomb from exciting. Anyway. Well, oh, again, still Gravitons may or may not exist. Yeah. We, we don't know yet, just, but we'll see. You know, I just we write assume. most of it off as uh, as uh, comic book physics. Yeah, it's, it it's a lot of comic well, book physics. Well, like I said, physics. it's a 
about as realistic as X-Men. Well, it is interesting. In fact, like, maybe sometimes a little better. A little more, but it's yeah. about about is about Marvel X-Men level. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some of the some of the other stuff like there's there's two characters in the series that are uh, that are teleporters. One is a level 3, one is a level 4. Big difference is one distance. is terrified of teleporting herself because she accidentally got her legs stuck in a brick once. And that caused <laughs> horrible consequences. Horrible consequences. Because, so, yeah, it's, occupy it's, the same spot, two things, etc. boom. Yeah, if, if messed her up real bad. Yeah. And so now, like, tell, she can, she but she won't. will get horribly ill yeah. if she does. And the she has a one, delay on it compared to the other one. Yes, the other one can instantaneously teleport herself and anything up to a couple hundred kilos, but she can't remember a specific... 12th dimensional constant that is required to being able to teleport places she can't see. Yep. While the other girl, that is her trick. Yeah. Is she can teleport bigger things. And anywhere she wants them to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like, even little things like that or other characters like with uh, with Railgun, for instance, her Railgun trick, and she also does a little bit of wall grabby. She it's, does the electromagnetic rocking on, on stuff. Yeah, like they, 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 the, the authors at least know enough physics to do some fun yeah. playing with it. Honestly, the big issue is is that uh, the writer, uh, Kamachi, he spent most of his time doing occult studies, which is why if you look up any of the stuff he put into <laughs> Index, it's all based on real stuff. Alistair yeah. Crowley sitting in his tube. I'll say one thing also with uh, Railgun, and also one of those powerful ones. He's a great example. Accelerator. Accelerator! Whose basic power is, fuck you, math. <laughs> I get to do what I want. Vector, re- <laughs> ve- vector manipulation. Everything bounces away from me. No, math is my bitch. I rule the first dimension. <laughs> Every dimension. <laughs> At least the ones he can understand. But yeah. Also one of the best villains in a long time and has the creepiest laugh. Yeah. Oh, man. group is in, in the group's the more interesting group. Yeah. Um. Anyways, group yeah, was fun, fun show was fun. It's actually um. Is this on Crunchyroll or is it on Hulu? I think it's on Crunchyroll. It's on one of those. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, getting all, it's on one of those. It is available. All the previous uh, ones are as well. All right. Now I'm going to uh, swap up the uh, order of some of the uh, last ones. Uh, we are almost going to go folks. to uh, Zetai Boin Leviathan. Uh, boy, not boing. <laughs> Don't boing sugarcoat it, Oh yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, not boing. Not boing. Both boy. Yeah, <laughs> boing means boing. And ultimately, Leviathan is kind of like a uh, bad JRPG turned into an anime. Slice of life anime, no less. Yeah. It's so goddamn boring and vapid. And and kind of the sad thing is that this is from Studio Gonzo. This is what Gonzo has been reduced this is what to. These are guys who gave you Hellsing, remember? <laughs> and like Last Exile and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, so this, is, this is what you're doing on. now? Oh, right, all of your talent ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Including the guy who formed the fucking company. Well, you know, that's what yeah, happened that should bankruptcy. I don't yeah. even like the character designs that much. Yeah. They're the characters from the video game. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's not even like a full-blown video game. You know, the yeah. video game is like a shitty Facebook game. I know. Uh-huh. That's okay. So there's a, there's been a couple of those. Like. Pro- probably probably the uh, the only real redeeming thing about this is the little fairy voiced by Hanakana. Yeah. The trolly and, fairy, yeah. Because she, she could just be a real troll sometimes. <laughs> it's like you know, one of the characters gets caught in mud and can't get herself out. And, you know, the uh, the, the fairy goes off Quick and finds sand. some help. Uh, mud. 
Anyway. But anyways, uh, brings brings back two other characters. And they just sit and point and laugh. And they point and laugh. And the fairy's like, ah, did I tell you that's funny? Ah. <laughs> the one with the big axe gets her ass whooped a lot. Kinda it's kind of weird. She kind of gets shit oh, she, broken over her head. Uh, she's kind of the wharf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, wow. um, if you give this one a pass, you won't be missing out on much. Um, if you need to fill 15 minutes of time when you're re-rolling your joints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and I will have to say, if you want to see what has happened with Gonzo, Gonzo oh, how the watch at least fallen. one episode of this. Anime oh, Bonsai does not get, does not advocate the use of marijuana or other illicit substances. <laughs> nope, not at all, says the people who have several beer bottles at the table. Shut but up. we point and laugh at the people who do. Okay. We don't need weed. We're just stupid. <laughs> and I want to see about winding up with Yu Yu Shiki. Yes. This show is way more entertaining than I thought it would be. It is <laughs> kind of a tr- kind of a uh, subversion of slice of life stuff because. So, so usually, when you have a slice of life show with three characters, there are three archetypes you see a lot. The straight man, the, and two of them are Japanese terms, the bokeh, who's kind of like the hyper <laughs> asshole idiot character, the tsukomi, who's the straight man who keeps them in order, and the normal. That Aira, that, the other show kind of like this this season, has that set up. It has that set up, yeah. This show decided to just say, fuck it, bokeh, bokeh, tsukomi. <laughs> <laughs> there there are no, no normals. normals. <laughs> it's just one person being endlessly trolled by her two friends. <laughs> and there's a weird, creepy-ass theory going around the internet that actually two of the characters are just hand puppets that the other character sees in her head. <laughs> that is a very creepy. Yes. But, <laughs> but when you watch the show and you think that, you're like, I can kind of see that. And oh. man, it gets creepy. No, this is going to like the whole idea that Bu- uh, Bueller never existed. Yeah. Like, this is getting a little... <laughs> yeah. Getting a bit meta. But what happens is this, the basic premise is that, you know, their first year high... A lot of shows like this. First year high school students... <laughs> Um, they resurrect a club that was pretty much going to be the data processing, processing club. club, which they may do things other than randomly look up shit on Wikipedia. Oh, you but that's all have, they've done so far. That's all we've ever seen. They might as well do. call themselves the Google trolls and just go from there. <laughs> if nothing else, it proves that in Japan, there's a club for it. Everything. Because you're supposed to be in clubs. <laughs> Not always. Not always, but there's always the go at home. Club. Go home club. Yeah, but <laughs> you go home now. But like um, in Yoyoshiki, it's just kind of there's a lot of weird like just good comedy. Like oh my god, just they just they just, <laughs> just like even just very subtle jokes. Like yeah, we've been looking at all things. Also, a lot of what we were doing would be way easier with another computer. Oh, there are three computers. I took one home. And uh, that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> okay, and, and just okay. Also, the fact of the teacher and her nickname, Oka, Mom Sensei. Oh, yeah. I thought for awesome. the longest time that her name was Oka, and they were just making a joke. Yeah. But no, they just randomly started calling her mom, and now everybody does. <laughs> and she's like, "Wait, this is stupid." I don't like that nickname. It's I kind of weird me out. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. <laughs> Everybody does it. But then as more people do it, it's just like, oh, it isn't so bad after all. That's just the Stockholm Syndrome kicking in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that sounds about that right. That makes sense. I don't know. Probably some of the best things were like the the, 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 the the swim episode where they went to the, the water park and they had the conversation about what is water. They get into weirdly deep discussions. It's like, <laughs> it's like Nietzsche bro again. 
It's what it is. It's like Nietzsche. No, except it's strictly more intelligent. Kind of. They they had this whole like the last episode was weird because like it was about death. Like the whole (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like that. It has this weird thing where every now and again it gets into this weird, almost like existential A little bit. Like the dialogue. And this is from a person who just Despises existentialism. I guess it's better if it's presented by a bunch of Moe high school girls. But <laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> and then and you have the stuff they leave on the chalkboard. Oh yeah, they just oh, po- write the stuff down that they we find love out. We son. And the teacher's like, "What the hell are they doing?" <laughs> I don't but, know. But you know, I would have to say that this is one of those shows that it's kind of hard to say exactly why I like it as much as I do. I just. It's very Seinfeld-ish, it's and that there's not anything yeah. actually happening episode yeah. to episode. It's, it's, it's like that's a scenes. good that that's that's a good description right there. <laughs> yeah. A Seinfeld effect. Yeah. 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 Okay. It is a bit of a show about nothing, but so, that's okay because it's it's actually pretty. Good but there's at it. random educational facts thrown into the show. Well, I think that, again, the big thing is is that you've got the you've got the not quite normal character just having the shit trolled out of her by her two best friends. And it's like they, they, they don't want to be assholes, but yes, they, they can't do. help it. <laughs> and especially when one starts, the other has to. Yeah, you know. yeah they play off <laughs> each other. It's, it's they don't cyclical. want to be, but they don't want to not be yeah. either. Also, like, randomly, I love the facial expressions yes, sometimes yes. characters get in that show. <laughs> like, they get the blank white eyes a lot. And it's just mm. hilarious. I don't know. I love how sleep depth, man. <laughs> I've never seen someone be that. Stupid. I have. I've been there. When yeah. you have two anthropomorphized hand puppets talking to you all night, you're going to be sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah, it turned out that when she is sleep deprived, it becomes triple bouquet. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, this is also you know one of those you know uh, four coma kind of slice of life, but mm-hmm. it is it is amusing. And uh, the pacing on it sometimes slows down a little bit, but when it speeds up, holy crap. Yeah. It also yeah. can get fairly meta on it some can. things. Like, there was this whole thing where they had, like, this five, six-minute conversation, and it looped back to the original topic. It's like, we're back on to where we started. <laughs> High five. <laughs> and with that, I think we could generally conclude. Yeah, let's skip Yondemasa Zayasin-san. I actually liked yeah. that first season. It I was haven't, weird. Yeah. It was very weird. But and, Uchu, and Space Brothers Uchu is still going Senkan on, Yamamoto, too. Uh, sorry. Uchu Senkan Yamato 2199. I have heard nothing but good about. Yeah. Haven't but, seen but, it yet. But it's one of those that, yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't been able to see any of yet. So that's why we did it. Yeah. A few. It, All right. So, and in case any you want to find any more information, the list we used for a lot of this was, again, the TV Tropes. Uh, list of anime. You can find that going to tvtropes.org and just searching for Spring Anime 2013. Um, other places you can get information, a site called randomc.net does mm-hmm. a really cool season review before the season starts with like almost all the trailers that are available at the time collected in one place. There's yeah. a lot of season reviews on Anime News Network, but be advised, some of the people there are don't seem to like anime. Yeah, I, it's, it's hard to <laughs> get through that's why i mentioned random c because they're a good like consolidated thing Uh and if you want to follow any of this crap what's the social links for it for what we do here oh (laughs) well the uh once this is finished and edited we'll have it up on animebonsai.org there'll probably be two downloads we're in a process of restructuring the uh, forums 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can send them to uh, um, viewingroom at animebonsai.org. About a thing we discussed here, if you have any further questions, things if, like or that. Or any shows that you maybe think that we should yeah. show yeah. or things like that. Yep. Also, most all of us will be at the various Bonsai meetings at the beginning of months, and we will be at Bonsai itself if you yes. can wait that long to see any of us. If you're interested, <laughs> why the hell also, do you want to see us, though? We have a uh, G-plus page. Anime Bonsai has yeah. a G plus page, which is actually on one of the fairly active ones. So so far, yeah. we we have a presence on most of the uh, Facebook, obviously, on the major social networking sites. Okay. Um, I'm thinking next time, or maybe one of the not too distant future episodes, maybe we can try doing a hangout version. <laughs> okay, doing it on Google Plus. Hey, if, oh I, if I'm stuck in Ohio, that might, might be what be we easy. have to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we can all we, the the interesting thing about that is we can automatically record it and just stick it right up on YouTube. So, mother of God, uh, <laughs> you'll get to hear and see us at the same time. Be oh, afraid. Joy. <laughs> all right, that's it. Thanks for listening, folks. Yep. Yep. Have a great night.